Thrill Me. This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. Be one of us. back it is your favorite show about spooky scary the horror entertainment news and in video form on the throw me podcast network youtube page i'm mr wonderful with me as always zach hilton it's been a week ladies and gents let's have an old-fashioned shall we oh wow you're drinking an old-fashioned that is (sighs) that's a that's a drink Oh, it's air a, on the chest. It's a hell of a drink. It's it's actually Brooke's favorite drink of all time. So I learned how to like make the one from Universal. I mean, I do it straight up. I put some uh, sugar cubes. It took me four stores to find sugar cubes. And, you know, you just mince it down. You put some bitters in there. You put some nice whiskey, a nice big old, big old ice cube. Look at that. Mm. Okay. Look at that shaved orange peel. I shaved that myself. That's a good sh- close shave there, buddy. Anyways, welcome to the horror. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to be back with this show. It's an old show. We're bringing it back. 2023. What the hell? Why not? Old school hunters podcast. Like, it's yes. just us. We're running by the fucking seat of our pants here. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. We, we don't have this is this is pre Brook. Yeah, Brooke is not wrangling us in this time, babies. We're oh my gosh. And there's nobody else in my place, which really is pre- <laughs> What is it, 2019? Because, <laughs> because, yeah, I was a single guy then, and, and I'm kind of living the bachelor life right now for, for the night. I mean, I'm not single again, but... <laughs> no, 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 though no, there's somebody on some Facebooks that I've seen that are really hoping they are. i shouldn't have shared that with you uh but yeah man uh happy to be back happy to be doing this again and there is uh some great stuff to talk about right off the bat in 2023 let's get into it one of my most hyped films of this year especially horror wise i love scream 5 i'm super stoked scream 6 and man they've been hitting us with some teasers we got uh, a few new posters we got a new image as well so oh, yeah. that Zach- dropped Zachary. Mm. What is your take on the uh Scream 6 poster? And I'm talking the New York City subway one. Yeah. So uh back on our other throw me videos we've done, which you should check out on our YouTube, uh, we brought up that there's a new poster and it, it their promotion for this movie has just already been genius. Like it's Ghostface mask um, in a subway line form. So, and it shows on there, like instead of stops, it shows like everybody who's died in the Scream movies. And it's it's really smart because they've let it be known that Kirby's returning in this one. And if you look at the poster, hers is closed. And I think that is ingenious. Um, I really like it. I'm looking forward to this one. It, it, my question to you, give me your thoughts as well. Like the last one was called Scream, kind of making fun of the reboot uh, scenario, things like Halloween 2018 um, or requels, if you will. 
this is straight up called Scream 6. What's your uh, kind of takeaway from that? I feel that, uh, you know, I, I feel that this is going to connect a lot more. Like, not to say that the last one didn't connect to it, but I think that this is going to do the overall and then like this poster kind of showed you. Right. It shows you all the connections from Scream 1 all the way to this current one. And mm-hmm. I think in a way, all of them will play bigger mm-hmm. in this film than they really ever have, as opposed to it, especially with Cindy not being a part of it. Right, right. I I, I just have this weird feeling that it's leading to like just this giant and the stab, the stab part that's in the poster as well, the stab like six sell oh yeah um, because there was another promotional art that said stab yeah right in times square times square yeah that it would it was uh one of the big billboards in times square right it just it gives me this feeling uh, and calling it scream six and through the poster and through some of the ghost face images we've seen i just feel like there's going to be a connection to every single film Right, and it's going to actually be the sixth film in the franchise, like Scream, Scream, Scream Five. Right, felt like its own thing, but it felt like it was part one, like it was just to honor part one. Exactly, and 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 it relaunched the franchise. While this one is kind of like, okay, we relaunched it, but we're just remember where Scream Four ended. We're going from there. Right. Um, now I remember uh, from that video the other day, you brought up, you had a crazy theory. Do you okay. want to let loose your theory? Okay. I, it might not be that crazy. I don't know. I feel like it's, it's wild, but I feel like at this point through all the images, we're getting a cult of ghost face, right? Like okay. we're getting this. I, we're going to get multiple different ghost face. And, and I feel like that teaser on the subway was one of it as well. We've established that the Stab franchise, there are crazy fanatics of that fan base in this universe. Right. So we know that we know that Ghostface costume exists. Mm-hmm. It's based on real killings within this universe. So I feel like that's like going to be the connection. Right. Uh, I feel like uh, Samara Weaving is going to play a big part of that connection in a she weird way. She is in the movie, isn't she? Yes. And by not being a part of the cell, I feel like she is going to be... Um, some type of cult leader leader of it. I I'm, I'm scared that they're going to do the same thing that they did in the last one though. And like, be like, Oh, she's Stu's kid. We didn't know about. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. I know on the last thing I said, if Stu's in it, I'm going to be fucking angry. Now, if someone took the seed of Stu and put it in like an embryo, and then we created this daughter just to make a villain. All in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Matthew Lillard. I know you want the work, but no. But if somebody somehow took your seed from the end of the like, <laughs> yeah, um, that's that's like one fear of mine. But I feel like yeah. we're heading towards like a cult of ghost face. Wow. Of that, and okay. also I, uh, I weirdly feel like as well. I think this would be cool. I don't know if they do it, but I, I I think that it could also potentially be all of the survivors being targets and going the road of, hey, you guys say this is what happened, but the people you killed in the last one were actually the heroes. 
mm-hmm. this is fake news. You guys set this up. You just wanted to be like Cindy and the rest of them. Like mm-hmm. I can, I could potentially seeing that be a thing as well. That plays into it and kind of that whole, like why they are being targeted in New York city. Interesting. What a, a like, you're right. It's not too wild, especially like that's kind of tame for a sixth entry in the franchise. <laughs> I mean, we could, uh, are they all going to have thorns on their wrists? <laughs> um, I, I, I like your theory because I do feel like there was a point where wasn't that Scream 3 where um, the unwritten Scream 3 where Stu was back and he led like a cult of people and yeah. stuff like that. I like the idea of these guys getting together almost in the vein of the Riddler from the Batman. Instead of it being one Riddler, like it is a bunch of them uh, doing the deed. And I like that. And I would be absolutely okay if we didn't get to know, like if it wasn't a mystery type, like who's the killer in script. It's all of them. It's everyone. Like that's kind of, that's kind of wicked. I like that theory. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and, and I, I also think just I, I got that because they also tease like every image we've gotten, we have yet to see the tease of the one image of the old ghost face mask, which mm-hmm. I think they confirmed was from the original. So that's why I think it all ties back to like, oh, we're going to get a different version of and it would be I actually you bring up but like I didn't even think this, but you bring up a great point with the idea of like. Oh, they're all you could do reveals throughout the course of the film and that would really F with your mind as the audience, because you wouldn't be accustomed to that. If like all of a sudden there was a reveal and it's a connection to the second film and they take down that ghost face and they think it's good, but there's okay. five more. Okay. Hear me out though. Hear me out though. Okay. Okay. Beginning of the movie, someone's being chased. It's ghost faces coming after him. The person wins and unmasks Ghostface, first 15 minutes of the movie. And that's how you set up Kirby, because now with that person in jail, because supposedly Kirby is going to be an FBI agent or something like that. What if they're like interrogating them? And then it's like, oh, you think it's just me? You think you're safe? Okay. Uh, Buddy, and then I want my one phone call. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, he wants to talk to you. Hello, Kirby. Yeah, what's your favorite scary movie? And then the Scream Six and the, logo, and then the logo. New York City, and the trains are going. Yeah, oh. play with that. Oh, play with that. God, we're 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 writing too. We're <laughs> right now. We are creating too good of a movie that when we don't get this, mm-hmm. uh, it's gonna be. I'm gonna be like it's Scream Three all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely love it. Um, yeah. Well, that's our thoughts on Scream 6. If you want to comment, give us what you think is going to happen in Scream 6. That would be terrific. All right, let's move on to the next bit of news. What do you got, Wendy? Oh, it is the uh, trailer for the new Nicolas Cage. Uh, And Nicolas Holt. Oh, that's right. Nicolas Holt is in it as well. (laughs) Just, Just two Nicks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we got two nicks uh and uh two, Nick, Take two nicks and no, one fang sorry aquafina and an aquafina oh yeah that's right two nicks <laughs> one fang 
Hey. <laughs> um, yeah, so this trailer dropped. Yeah, it's Renfeld. So I've been hearing a lot of things about this movie. Like, honest to God, like I listen to so many podcasts that have insiders and such. And there's been a bunch of like, is it good? Is it not? Whatever. I'm going to be honest. I watched this trailer and I didn't do a trailer reaction to it just because I I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if it was going to be reaction worthy, if you will. Um, I quite enjoyed the trailer. Like I like Nicholas Holt. Um, I believe he was in the movie Warm Bodies. And that's yes. where I first really that the X-Men movies. And then recently the menu, which steals the show practically in that movie. So when I watched that movie and then this trailer hit, I was like, oh yeah, I'm into this. Now the story it's based in today, which I was not ready for. I never heard one bit of news that it was going to take place in current time. Uh, Renfield is a character from the classic Dracula story, and he was basically a servant. So I was just expecting 17th, 18th century Renfield, but boy, oh boy, this looks funny. I wasn't ready for the action that's in this trailer because it sounds like he also gets semi vampire powers. And then what a wonderful job that the trailer did dropping Nicholas cage as Dracula at the end of the trailer. Like they make you earn it to see him. So I, I really enjoyed this. Oh, I loved this trailer and Brooke too loved this trailer as well. She actually was the one that sent it to me. Uh, She came across it. It was like, I want to see it. And the minute I saw what it was, I was like, that's two Nick Cage movies in a row, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Good call. Good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she was uh, she 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 only knew him from National Treasure until mm-hmm. I took her to see the unbearable weight of massive talent to where in the opening five minutes of the film, <laughs> when Con Air is playing, she goes, <laughs> is that a real movie? <laughs> to where my heart just like it. it for a minute, it went like it broke. It actually broke for a moment. Oh, I was God. like, "How do you not know Con Air?" Like, <laughs> we all grow up different, baby. We all grow up different. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> her family <laughs> not allowed to watch Nickelodeon. My dad, hey, don't tell your mom I'm showing you this movie with this guy that molested children in a in his school and got burned. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Are you Freddy, talking about why, why, why is baby wonderful having dreams about Freddy Krueger? I, I don't know. Some kid at school told him about it. Go to bed. <laughs> I don't know. The internet. That's not even invented yet. <laughs> Martha. What did you say that name? Give me my big piece of chicken. <laughs> oh my god! Um, <laughs> so uh, Redfield. Yeah. <laughs> so Redfield. Uh, damn, this trailer rocked. You're you're right, dude. Dropping Nick Cage at the end was a nice because I actually for a moment was like, are we not going to see Nick Cage? <laughs> Just hear him. Yeah, I, I was I was getting very blue, man. I was feeling it. I was like, "That's the, you're hurting me. You guys are hurting me. This is I. I feel like I'm 17 again." And you're like, "Nope, nope. not the day." Mike, I gotta respect the no, but damn, I'm gonna <laughs> take care of myself. All right. Uh, and they were like, "Okay, here you go." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, the fact that you compared it to that." 
<laughs> but that's how it felt, okay? That's oh, how I, it felt. Because I'm that's how much, that's just how good this trailer was mm-hmm. that it sold me on the film. Right. Um, my one question to you, because obviously it's a Universal Pictures film. Yeah. So, like, is this going to, do you think it's going to poke fun of previous lore that Universal itself has created? Like, do you think Mummy will be mentioned? Do you think the creature will be mentioned? I hope that, listen, I hope they do that just so that we can get a better Dark Universe film than whatever we already got. (laughs) I'm literally just... I would love them to even poke fun at the Dark Universe in this. (laughs) I I, I think it'd be fun. uh, We tried to go action. I mean, there is action set pieces in this. I do believe Rob told us. He was like, this looks like a Dark Universe movie. You can't like it. <laughs> I'm totally going to love this movie because it's going to do all the things that I wanted it that I wanted to do. Like... I'm interested. I'm interested if this is going to carry over, if this is... I don't necessarily think this will create that universe. It's obviously having fun. It's almost like the Joker from DC. It's movie. Like we're just poking fun at this point. I I actually don't even think Universal has a plan to make Universal monster movies yet in that fashion um, because of how the dark universe went. Um, But I'm looking forward to this one. It comes out in April, right? Yeah, it's got... um... It's got a release date that I'm kind of like, okay, I feel like there's some faith there. Yeah, I mean, you're you're almost summer. Springtime movies can hit. I remember, you know, movies like Blade, Fast and Furious, like Avengers Endgame, Infinity War all came out in April. So, like, we're we're testing some waters with this movie. Yeah, it's it's definitely going to it's a it's a film. And if I recall, I think April is kind of light on releases as well. Uh, leading um, up to the blockbusters, if I recall. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, in May, the beginning of May will be Guardians, so we'll have a yeah. return of the beginning of May movies. But I know March is stacked with movies. I mean, everything. Creed. Um, some other ones that I'm forgetting at the moment. <laughs> you said it on your episode. Go check out Mister Wonderful's show I if did. you want. If you want to hear what movies come out between March and April. <laughs> you want to hear what movies are coming out every single week actually for the entire year i've got you covered he's got you uh, covered i got you covered and that includes megan as well which hopefully we'll have a review for at some point you know i got i got screwed today because uh you know daytime told me i had to work and i was planning on going to the twelve forty. i was like oh cool i'll have a review for the slasher report but I will see it and I will have a review next week for Megan because before we get into our next subject, I don't know about you. I am highly shocked that this movie has a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes after yeah, 100 plus reviews. <laughs> I expect, I mean, like when I saw it originally, it was at like a 98 and it was like 30 reviews. And I'm like, okay, they got all the right horror people to go to the screening. Yeah. Okay. But thank you. It, bloody disgusting. Thank you. Slash Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your presence. Here's a Snickers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then it just steadily stayed that way. 
And I know we have a reaction on our YouTube from Reviewer Rob, and he enjoyed the movie. He'll dive into his thoughts on the Reviewer Rob show. But I am quite shocked. I knew it was a TikTok sensation with the dance and whatever. Like, I knew the internet was going to have fun with it. But the fact that critics were like, this is a silly goose spooky time is wild to me. Yeah. And I love uh, that Jason Blum has become um, the Elon Musk of horror (laughs) on Twitter, where he, because he put out a tweet, he was like, critic, like making fun of critics Mm -hmm. and how, oh, critics don't like the horror movie, but the audience does. Right. Oh, critics like the horror movie and the audience does. And I was like, okay, Elon Musk of horror. He's flipping back and forth, right? I always go through this. You know how many times I go to like Rotten Tomatoes and I'm like, this is only a 50? Are you kidding me? And then I'll be like, look, guys, it's got a 97. We got to (laughs) go. Yeah, that's how I go see movies. Actually, that's what made me not go see Morbius in theaters, thankfully. (laughs) Oh, my God. I still need to see it. Um on netflix apparently yes it is it's been on netflix for months i've been meaning to watch it but i will say this the thing that i'm looking forward to about megan is i feel it's the beginning of the synergy because if you remember blumhouse and atomic pictures have joined yes they're now one thing technically is this the movie that made that deal happen because it's produced by blum it's produced by james wan and james wan did the story So I feel like this is the synergy beginning of what these two guys can do. And I know they've worked with each other before. I think it's, I think they worked on Conjuring or Insidious together, but. Uh, I think it was Insidious because pretty much you can thank him for propping Juan up mm -hmm. so high that Juan was able to go make his own studio. Right. And like start producing films himself. Right. So I feel like now we're in. Just them coming back together. Yeah, I think what it is for me, like Jason Blum is a wonderful producer. The man knows how to produce movies. And I feel like James Wan loves making movies. But if I can be completely transparent, I do think Wan's producing style could, it does need work. Wonderful director. I mean, wonderful director. But I do feel like anytime it says James Wan produces, I don't necessarily get that James uh, Jason Blum hype, if you know what I mean. Now, if he's yeah. directing, if he's directing Conjuring, um, Aquaman, <laughs> Fast and Furious, like I'm completely <laughs> bro. I'm in for his Aquaman. I'm, it's a shame that he won't get a trilogy. Uh, his Aquaman. I don't feel like he wants to. I think I, I think honest I do not see him giving the enthusiasm for this second one. So much so, I mean, like, think about it. He's out of Warner Brothers. Like he's he's joined with Blum. Like he I think this was also a way why. for him to get out of WB. Yeah, I think he wanted out. <laughs> yeah, I think I think his goal is because I think recently I even seen, hey, slash report, hey, Honda's podcast. Um, I think he has a wrap up for the Conjuring series. And I think the reason why he wants to wrap that up is because he wants out of Warner Brothers. That's just my hot That's take. Right. Hot That's take. Warner Brothers property. That's right. That's right. All right. Let's move into our last take of the evening. 
trailer dropped for a film that you and I are both extremely hyped for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure you, the audience member as well, listening to this or watching it, however you please, is just as hyped for this. Yep. I have him right behind me. Let me plop that up a little bit more. I have Ashy behind me. Little yep, cool yep, dad. Yep. I, I have glasses. I have glasses behind me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so let's talk this Evil Dead Rise trailer. Uh, mm-hmm. No Ash, no Ash. Totally mm-hmm. different story. Uh, mm-hmm. Taking this franchise out of the cabin in the woods. And no, we're not going back in time to medieval times. Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to a high-rise apartment, the low-ish, low-income area, baby. Mm-hmm. And oh, my God, we got two trailers, the green band, the red band, where do you want to start, Zach? Which do you want to just combine the two of them into one green red mashup? Does that make purple? Uh, <laughs> purple. <laughs> purple band trailer. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I reacted to the red band trailer, which you can check out on Throw Me Podcast Network's YouTube. And um, what a gorific time. And we will talk both of them. I think we should because. What's really interesting, the Red Band obviously focuses on the gore, which they give you little story elements. But when you told me there was a Green Band, and when I went to go watch it, I was like, they're giving details like that other trailer didn't even get into. Like, with the mom being sick and dying and stuff like that. Like, they were giving story elements to it that are kind of, like, impactful, if I can say. Um, I'm so ready for this movie i would say after watching that trailer this is like top five movie uh hype for me like i'm ready for this one in ways like the 2013 evil dead didn't do because like we knew that was in a cabin we knew they were kind of sticking with the formula that sam raimi did in the 80s for the original evil dead this is a completely different story with new characters and what i really love is that they do add comic elements to it like the one scene that really got me i was like this is a great line when uh she's like we're going to get out of this and the little girl said you know what you would have made a great mother because you know how to lie to children what a fucking great line i just I'm ready for it. The gore is there. I feel like we're going to get attached to these characters. And I'm really, really excited about seeing something different. That, like, just like Army of Darkness took us out of the cabin. This is taking out of the cabin, and I'm excited. Yeah, you you nailed it there. The Green Band trailer was uh all the plot details. The red band was just the Oh, get ready. Here's here's what we're going to throw at you. And you think we're done? Oh, no, 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 no. This we're throwing more at you. Oh, <laughs> like we're going to show you somebody get their essentially get scalped. Right. Like, oh, my God. I'm <laughs> right. Like, OK. <laughs> All <laughs> that scalping was so harsh. <laughs> Dude, I actually rewound the trailer at that moment. I was like, did I just see? Her get scalped, and then it was like, "Yep, okay, wait, one more time." Right? What the? <laughs> like, and then drop it on the ground. Yeah, just, but I want to know where she goes next because right. there's some people in front of her, and I'm like, "Oh, they are so dead, and they don't know how dead they are." And they're at a lake, so let's let's kind of unpack it real quick of like where you think the story's going to go. Is this? 
does it actually take place near maybe where the cabin ash was like do we get a far off shot of like what's going on there and we do know what's going on there because it's you know the cabin in the woods the evil dead um does it connect to that movie does it connect to 2013 and then does that forward to where we are in this high rise because I just don't understand the time element of where all this takes place because we have seen two different locations. You see, I've, I I didn't really put that much thought into the time element of it. I just Mm -hmm. kind of went with the, they're going to, I, I would assume that that is something happens at the cabin. That's probably more so like the open. Right, right. So we start, we start at the cabin. Where somebody, yeah, where, 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 like maybe somebody other than Ash, after his experience, there's somebody else read from the book, right? And then they found the book and they brought it back to the high rise. So you do think it connects to Ash's world? Yeah, I think, I think it will. But I'm trying to remember in the TV show. Did they do something? I want to say they did something with multiple books. I yeah, know they I did think there were. Of darkness, yeah. But I think, but I, I vaguely remember in the show, they dove more into the multiple book thing. Right. So this could just be one of those multiple books as well. But mm-hmm. I think in general, it all does. I think Ash exists in this world. I am going to believe no matter what, that Ash exists in the world of this. Mm-hmm. No matter what happens. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm I'm into that. I don't don't really actually expect them to give me a direct connection to him. I just think he exists. Right. Okay. Yeah, no, I can get behind that. And I do feel like we could, we could get like little hints, just like the 2013, where we did get the Oldsmobile in the woods and it was dead and stuff. The time has always been funky in the franchise and i actually think that's one of they the time like, travels bro <laughs> they do they do but i do feel like that's one of the like cute things about it one of the like i don't know i find it romantic the fact that nothing ever is like the last one yes. so going forward i'm okay with just telling me yeah it's that world but we're in our own thing and i and i dig the fact that we could go to different places we could go to russia we could go to you know tokyo we could go different places with this franchise and i ultimately think that's the goal um yeah it would be fun to branch out i mean i i mean hell the way that the ash versus evil dead show ended yeah it does branch pretty far out yeah Um, so you know i i would absolutely welcome i i it's 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 one of my favorite film it's one of my favorite horror movie franchises like i love the, like i love a lot of the franchises i love i i'll argue for nightmare uh i love the halloween ones two mm-hmm. points uh exclude thorn you know i i <laughs> thorn know, for life baby but evil dead is the only one that i can say every one of those films mm-hmm. is just is perfect Right. It, it's a classic in its own right. Every one of them mm-hmm. you can watch. And, you know, it's not like when I'm watching the Scream franchise and I get the Scream 3 and I'm like, well, at least Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, true. 
The fact that Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back has a better Scream movie because of the fucking monkey. (laughs) Suzanne! (laughs) Suzanne. Suzanne's the killer in the new sick. uh, Scream 6. Yeah, yeah. oh my god, there has to be. These suck. Listen, all right, circling it back, Suzanne is actually the one that is leading the cult. Right? Leading the cult. Made all these people come on. Her stab movie got canceled (laughs) due to some two stoners from Red Bank, New Jersey. She's pissed. (laughs) She is pissed. Yeah. And guess what? Guess what? New Mm -hmm. York, New Jersey. Ah, they're right there. Not a lot of travel. Who's to say? Jay and Silent Bob. Don't go to Manhattan. And Suzanne is setting it all up. It's right there. There it is. I just brought Jay and Silent Bob back into the Scream universe. You're welcome. Um, yeah. Just really quickly, I do want to tag on to what you said. You're absolutely right. I kept thinking, I was like, I love every Evil Dead movie, including Army of Darkness. I love Ash vs. Evil Dead. I think all three seasons were wonderful. And then on top of it, they were able to make a musical that was fantastic. So for me, Evil Dead just knocks it out of the park every single time. Yeah, Um, which puts a lot of pressure, though, on this one. Yes. No, it 100% does. But I do feel like Sam Raimi is very, like, protective of his baby. Yeah, very protective of his baby, and he's going to make sure because he can give all the notes all day to this. It's not like you know the grudge where it's somebody else's property, and he's just like, I need a producing buck. I think this yeah, really. Yeah. I think this hey, I might really be able good. to make some money off of this film. Oh, it's a box office bomb! Crap, <laughs> I fucking hate that movie. And I'm talking about the new one. Boy, oh boy, man, I hate that movie. Um. Yeah, so for me, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm excited about all these movies. And honest to God, it should be a great horror year because with yes. Megan coming out and just knocking the January predictions out because everybody knows January sucks. And right now, this movie's tracking to make $20 million opening weekend. And that ain't bad for a movie against a uh, bunch of water aliens. Um uh, yeah, uh, the Oscar bait holdovers. So anyways, thanks for uh, watching Hunter's Podcast Presents The Slasher Report. Um, we are going... He did it! I was wondering if you were going to do it. I was wondering, so I'm glad you did. Um, you can check us out every Friday on YouTube, 9 p.m., because we're doing this stuff like old school horror movies on Friday night. You can check this out. You can watch it, obviously, anytime. And if watching isn't your bag, baby, or you miss it, you can check it out on podcast every Monday. Uh, we'll put it out there. So wonderful. If you want to plug anything else, please, by all means. Uh, just listen to everything throw me podcast network has to offer my show mr wonderful show improper guidance well that's on hiatus yeah that's uh, on hiatus. but core memory on life there we it. go yeah that one's out right now review it rob uh metal groove uh my god uh this is growing up uh yeah. the program's coming the program's coming so much so go like throw me podcast networks facebook instagram youtube uh tiktok and yeah there you go <laughs> All right, everybody. I hope you have a great evening. Uh, wonderful. If you haven't done it in a long time, take us out. Stay scary, my friends. <laughs>